Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome to Virtually Maker Faire. My name is Noah Ruiz, I'm a designer at Adafruit and joining me is Pedro. Good afternoon everybody, I'm Pedro Ruiz, Creative Tech here at Adafruit and every week we're here to share 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That is correct. Today we're going to share some projects that we helped work on that have to do with COVID-19. So let's go ahead and jump into the first projects that we have. It's a face shield. Yeah, so when we were originally tasked to make this, we thought nobody was going to use these, but a lot of the doctors had these, uh, a lot of requests for these, and one of the first things we wanted to do was make sure that they were fast to print, and they fit on all of the different size print beds, so everybody could chip in on the effort. So one of the things that we wanted to make sure was that uh, every country has a different hole punch uh, spacing design. So uh, Noah made a whole layer by layer on being able to use user parameters so you can adjust where all the spacing for that is. And let's go ahead and jump into the learn guide for this. Since we are at Adafruit, we do publish all of our designs and instructions and our source uh, designs and code. So you can build one of these yourself. Yeah, so user parameters is just a way to kind of create uh, 3D geometry so that you can quickly edit and modify uh, thickness, width, height, those sort of things. Uh, so we knew it was going to be really important in this stage. So one of the first designs that we came up with was heavily uh, driven with user parameters. But as we uh, kind of worked on it and printed them out, we just kept refining the design, uh, especially for material and print time. Uh, so one of the things that we started seeing is that a lot of folks were making their own versions of it. And we started seeing uh, groups like the National Institution of Health actually reviewing these designs and kind of giving some suggestions, throwing the ball back, saying like, hey, you guys should really cover up those tops. So we, we added that into the one of the first designs is to, yes, let's add that cover, uh, make it nice and thin, but still make it so that the top is covered and use those three hole punch um, holes. Uh, so this is one of the uh, first designs that we created, but it wasn't small enough yet. It was still required fairly uh, decent large bed size. Uh, and one of the cool things that uh, the community started doing is there was a shortage of PETG, the PETG plastic. So we looked around and folks have supplies, office supplies, and it turns out that you can use uh, the, the transparency sheets uh, that you might see for uh, overhead projectors and things like that. And uh, seeing folks use a hole puncher to create these instead of having like your own custom hole set, really, really nice to have these uh, hole punch sets here and work with these designs. So as we kept making these, we made hundreds of them and we ship them out to New York. Uh, we started thinking, well, we have a small printer, a printer with a small bed. So why not we make a, a, a visor? Because we really haven't seen any visors that were designed to fit on a little baby printer like this one here. So we thought we'd uh, re rework the design. A part of uh, making it more optimized and print under you know, 30 minutes, um, we needed to get rid of that top covering. So we saw uh, Sophie Wong. Uh, who's, who's well known in the community now, she released a, uh, an add-on so that you can kind of uh, cut this out, uh, this, cut this template out, whether it's uh, you know, using a vinyl cutter or a laser cutter, or even by hand, because there's a, a printable template, you can fold, you can use a little bit of uh, origami and create something that folds over and covers that, making it you know, something that you don't have to print now. So that's uh, one of the awesome add-ons uh, that, that uh, shout out to Sophie Wong for coming up with this one and releasing the, the, the design. Uh, so yeah, you can see it here in some photos here that it covers up that top there, um, allowing the, the design itself to be really, really minimal and just really thin, and but still flexible and rigid. And one of the things I really like about it is having a built-in ear saver since wearing the face mask is gonna really hurt and damage your ears. You can have those clipped onto the ends here. And a nice little 
uh, easy design and fits most heads. Yeah, another thing about the thinness of it is um, when you make it uh, just perimeters, you don't have that infill, it really reduces print time, but still has that really uh, strong um, uh, rigidity to it because it's just, it's almost like 100% infill in a way. Yeah, and we saw some of the YouTubers out there testing out uh, Mm. disinfecting these and bleach and they held up very well so you don't always have to use the pet g that everybody's been trying to uh, get to print these out yeah and if you want to see more designs too you can check out the nih there's a ton of them one of the cool ones that we just saw while scrubbing through this was everybody's making these for uh tools like an oscilloscope shield and having these adjusted or um made for like say a gopro knuckle so there's different ways uh, to mount these now too. So definitely a nice resource and inspiration to uh, look through these for a lot of the tools that people are using. There's probably one that's already been made. So definitely check out the NIH's website for that. It's at 3dprint.nih.gov. That's right. And also, uh, you know, if you have uh, some designs, throw them up there and let the community see it as well. So yeah, one, be sure to share it there as well. Yeah, one of the things that we consistently keep seeing is iteration on things like these uh, do-it-yourself face masks. So that's one of the other things that we've been working on as well. These simple little clips that allow you to just build your own face masks. So a lot of the filtration companies are pivoting over to just providing the material without having the little frame around that some of the um, air conditioners use and they're just offering it as the bare material. So what we did is made a little clip here that are able to, uh, once the little square is cut out and folded, you can make your own face masks out of these. So have that going on there like that. These pop right off so you can uh, build these like that. One like that. Yeah, and then so a you little can... pressure fit. And then you have some eyelets on the corner there for some uh, yeah. rubber bands or elastics. Yep, so you can use, use these in this way, like that. Have that on there. Yep. And I think that was the old design. Right, these yeah. A little bit pop in like tolerance, that. yeah. You can see how uh, just a couple... Oh man, these are tough. Yeah, they're pretty <laughs> tough. Uh, the material's a little bit thicker too. Yeah, let's see if we can get that in there. And live demo. Lamb, like that. There you go. No, that's never coming out. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so yeah, these, so it's uh, a pretty interesting design. Uh, really quick, the parts are fairly small, so you can print a bunch of them on a small bed or a big bed. Uh, and this would make a really good kit as well, so you can sell the, the parts mm -hmm. or offer the parts uh, and, and a template of the pre cut um, yeah. fabric. So, always lots of uh, very nice little inner innovative ways to add uh, like little, uh, what are they called? Ear savers, yeah. yeah. So there's not lots of work in sort of making like these geared, precision, adjustable ear savers too. Just click on that. There's like these little teeth on there. A little ratchet. A ratchet <laughs> cool. action going on. Very cool. So not, lots of nice little inspirations, and you can get all those files on the uh, NIH's web NIH uh, website. Yep. Uh, and then this right here shows you uh, some of the reviewed for clinical use. So uh, the folks at the NIH actually tested some out. So if you're looking, if you don't want to design one, you just want to print something that's been um, kind of reviewed for clinical use, check, check out all the nice assortment here. All right, moving all right. on to one of the other projects. Yeah. So uh, one of the projects uh, that we recently worked on was a thermal IR imaging camera. And uh, we 
uh, we, we really wanted to make a case uh, for the electronics, so we figured let's make it look like a camera, right? So uh, this one here uses the Adafruit Pi badge. Adafruit Pi badge is really great because it has a built-in screen, it's got buttons, it can run CircuitPython, so you can plug it into a computer, it shows up like USB. You have access to all the codes and stuff. Uh, it's really, really cool. And the, uh, the imaging uh, camera breakout is uh, really easy to work with because it has a Stemma port, so you can just plug this in, no soldering required, and plug it right into the, cam uh, the Adafruit Pi badge and make yourself a DIY image camera. Normally these uh, FLIR cameras uh, run about for like several hundreds of dollars, um, but this one is about $110 or so in parts, so it's still low cost, um, but you get a really, really awesome, fully featured um, uh, project, really. So uh, it's using uh, the Arduino libraries, the Arcada uh, libraries from Adafruit. And this is able to uh, uh, show on screen uh, the uh, different temperature ranges, so the lowest, the highest, and something in the middle. Uh, and it, it's got a really decent frame rate. You can actually take images, uh, and you can, you can uh, store them on the onboard flash and, as bitmaps. And then you can create image sequences, take screenshots, and pull data from them and, and, and kind of chart them over time if you'd like. It's got a really nice uh, menu system as well, so if you want to kind of change the, the scale from Fahrenheit to Celsius, you can do that. It's got some fancy stuff that you can change the color palette and the temperature ranges and even adjust the frame rate if you want. So that's really neat. Um, so uh, we put together a learn guide that walks you through uh, all the assembly, um, putting together um, uh, the, the, the case, and there's a separate learn guide by Eduardo who put together the software. So this one will walk you through installing the libraries, uploading the sketch, and then even usage. So uh, getting uh, some animated uh, GIFs out of your, uh, your captured data. There's been some recent updates as well. It even has a predator mode that you can test out on there as well. <laughs> predator mode? Is this predator mode? A little Adabot there. Yeah, so it's a really thorough learn guide. They go hand in hand together, some peanut butter and some jelly, make some sandwiches, <laughs> really, really cool. For real, like these, uh, I was surprised to see like the, the FLIR camera for like your iPhone is about $200 or so on Amazon, and that doesn't include the iPhone. Yeah. So you're, you're re they really are pretty expensive. To have something that's under, uh, you know, sub 150 bucks, uh, and, and it's completely open source, all the design files available, all the code and libraries are open source. That's pretty awesome, and you know there's still more stuff on the um, on the Pi badge that we can use. So, uh, having, having more sensors or using the LEDs to indicate something, um, that's pretty cool. So yeah, check I believe this one, out. one of the features on there is if it detects a temperature higher than like think a hundred, it does uh, flash and uh, there you the, go. The, uses the buzzer to make noise. So yeah, let me check that out. Unfortunately, none of us have a fever fever yeah. here, so we can't test that out. Yeah, but <laughs> as a, a consciousness. Uh, you know, device, it's, it's, uh, it even has a tripod screw at the bottom, yeah. <laughs> fully featured. Yeah, so check that one out. We got it on, uh, on the Adafruit Learn system, so you can just pull it up there. And since we're on there, if you guys are looking for any of these parts and they're not available, there is a nice big red button that lets you buy them from our partner over at DigiKey, where you can pick some of these components up and build your own. You said it. All right, another project that was uh, really relative to, to the efforts uh, with COVID is an actual uh, temperature monitor uh, over, uh, using Adafruit I.O. So being able to um, log your temperature data and then pair over Bluetooth to your smart device so that that can use the Wi-Fi to start logging it to a dashboard 
Well, you can start logging your temperature over time so you can see if anything's changing. And this is a good way to get your base temperature since not everybody's is the same. You can see what your normal temperature is throughout the day and uh, make a chart of that. If anything happens, you'll be able to see uh, what changes occurred and what is normal according to your body temperature. Yeah, and this learn guide uh, is a collaboration with Brent who leads up the efforts in Adafruit IO. Uh, so uh, this uses Adafruit's IO dashboard to create a really visual um, uh, record of all your, of all your temperature logs. Uh, so you can have a, a, a gauge to see the current temperature and then see a line chart to see it change over time. You can set up custom alerts, so if you, if, you ever, if you ever get over a certain threshold, you can get email, you can trigger something else via If This Then That or another service like Zapier. Really, really interesting uh, example of using the BLE libraries for Arduino uh, and uh, the Adafruit I.O. library, of course, as well. Uh, it's free to do so. All this is free to do so. You, you have, uh, you're limited to some feeds, but there is a, a plus account, so you can have unlimited feeds. Uh, depending on your project, but this is really cool. It's using the uh, the MCP9808. It's a high accuracy I squared C uh, sensor. Actually, we designed uh, your page's got it right here. We designed uh, this NinjaFlex. Uh, it's printed NinjaFlex armband, and it has the little temperature here. So that actually goes under your armpit, and then it's, it takes a little calibration reading. Uh, you know, so it'll read it, and then you can change the threshold to um, uh, however long you want it to. Uh, to display your data and take your temperature. Yeah, so fully 3D printed. We're using the flexible film in here, like you said, to create the little armband here. I really like the way that the channel on there goes so you can uh, get the wiring through to where you need to temperature read. And all fully 3D printed with, of course, pr uh, user parameters if you need to adjust any of these. If you want to use a different board, we have all the files and libraries available on our GitHub. So you can see uh, all of the Adafruit components, they're updated uh, pretty much every week when a new project is released and check all the files for that as well. Yeah, check it out. We have a GitHub uh, for all the CAD parts. Uh, so you can get them there with uh, github.com slash Adafruit slash Adafruit CAD parts. Yeah, and once you're in there, you can just search by the product ID or the name of those and it's probably in there. Or you can just give us a shout out over at discord.gg slash Adafruit we're always hanging out in there. You can add us and we can upload uh, any of the new boards that are updated on there. You said it. All right, well, that is pretty much all the projects that we wanted to share. Don't forget, you can check them out. Hit up learn.adafruit.com. You can always follow us on Thingiverse. We uh, tend to post things up there on the Discord as well. And if you want to check out what we're doing, we do a show every single week on Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. And we also run a show and tell show. Where we invite the community to come on and share their projects with us for about a half an hour after the, uh, the 11 o'clock stream. You got it. Yeah. All right, we're gonna thank everybody over at Maker Faire for hosting this virtually Maker Faire. Uh, make sh uh, thanks for everybody for um, helping in the effort. I fight this COVID, this little monster here and <laughs> We will see you guys later this week on all the shows that are on Adafruit. Make sure to go ahead and subscribe and hit the little bell notification so you can see when new videos and projects are updated on the weekly. All right, folks. It's Noah and Pedro. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody.